Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Okay. It looks like we're getting some good sound here compared to last Ooh. time. I was a little silent, even though I thought I was loud. I think you just have to talk loud, too. Hello, I'm here. (laughs) We are here. We're here at the Sturdy Dirty on site. Uh, Live recording, but not live because it's not going to be to you live. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be a few days later. But we are live podcasting, checking out the scene, hopefully going to talk to some racers, some vendors. We've got Hillary and Becca here. Becca, our dear friend who we've been wanting to get on the pod for a while. Hopefully, too, we can cancel out some of the other sounds, but we'll just see how this all sounds. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. It's exciting. It's our first IRL live on scene. Yes, live on scene. You know, I guess that's why headphones would be good, because then we could actually hear, like, what is And be loud and obnoxious in. to everyone around us. Well, but we, also, we just know, know what's coming in through here, like, how much sound oh. is, uh like the music, the other jibber-jabber, but we'll try to stay close to the microphone here. So also bear with us. It's our first. It's our first. It is our first. We are actually set up right next to the Smith tent here. One of our our pals is working with Smith. She's our rep. And we're going to talk to these ladies, too, and just get a little insight on what it's like being a vendor here at the Sturdy Dirty and just all, that all the all so, the shit. First off, let's talk about your race, dude. You raced. I did race. Uh, and I just hit it on mute for a second. Oh, here comes some racers right now. Whoa! Oh, all of them. I think we've got some pros and experts coming in. Uh, the categories, I think, are kind of mixed now coming in. So we're set up right next to the finish line. Super fun to see these ladies rip in through here. So my race, yeah, it was fun. I did drop down from the beginner to the light, um, like I talked about last week of maybe doing, and I feel really good about that yeah. choice. Yeah. Same. I think that I had a lot more fun doing that like flowy section of the course and not as much climbing. And uh, yeah, I wasn't trying to win or anything. And you were all smiles when you came off that trail, dude. I was smiling. I was smiling on the up. I was like, oh, yes. I hope I get some good picks from this. <laughs> <laughs> and oh man, we got Bailey right here from Smith. We're super excited. Say hi, Bailey. Nice to see you, Taryn. It's been a while. I know it has been a while. I really hope this audio turns out well. Um, it will. It's gotta be it's a little faint. Just keep watching. Yeah. A little faint. Yeah. Right? So Bailey is working with Smith, your rep, right? Yep. yep. What's your uh, territory? Um, we did the Pacific Northwest, so Washington, Oregon, uh, part of Idaho, and Alaska. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. All of Alaska? Yep. All of Alaska. Southeast. Ooh, fun. Yeah. You get to go up there often to account. So what do you do? So, I, I like so yeah, so in our little rep group, I do uh, key account support. Oh. So I do REI, Evo. We do some stuff at Nordstrom. Um, and we support Amazon, too. Very so, cool. Yeah. Yay. Um, so this is your first time with Smith at the 
Dirty Dirty. Uh, I came a couple years ago, but we were in a slightly different location. Oh. So first time at this spot, and this is really far superior. <laughs> it's so cool. I was so surprised to see all the vendors. Um, so we're here at Raging River. Is, uh, is it a state park? Is it Raging? What's oh, that? what's it called? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, Sequoia Point Park. I used to come up here as a teenager and, you know, be a hoodlum. Yeah. So, it's near and dear to my heart. I grew up in North Bend, so it's fun coming Perfect out. Spot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy to see all the vendors. It's just my first time at the Sturdy Dirty, so I'm really excited. Oh, you really sent it. Yeah, really sent it. <laughs> first yeah. time, let's race, let's get it done. Totally. I've been wanting to do it for years, and so finally did. And, I mean, even though I dropped down a category than I planned on, I was still happy. Then I get to spend time doing this. Yeah, exactly. I was like, having my friends come and support me, um, I was starting to feel almost like FOMO that I wasn't actually going to get to hang out with them. <laughs> oh, you're gonna I was like, oh my god, I'm going to like not be done until like four if I do this and that, and I just wanted to be able to Did do you this and hang. No, I haven't. I'll take it. Yay. New uh, koozie. Yes. Pretty stoked. I sometimes keep my phone in a koozie, so it's going to be a new Smart. phone koozie. I do that too. <laughs> I just asked the bike fitter over at the other tent to come over in five minutes and oh, talk to us. So perfect. we're going to have a bike fitter here. Awesome. And he'll also be our first male. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. Exciting. Cool. Awesome. Um, so what are you guys doing here? Smith, the tent. Yeah. What's your setup like? Yeah, so we've been supporting the Sturdy Dirty for, oh, I would have to ask Sophia, a few years for sure. We're one of the... Um, title sponsors for this uh, particular event. Oh, and that's Mogul. That's Mogul Monster. Mogul. Oh, yeah. Great, great boy. Our, our um, rep dog barking at a cute lime Love it. Um, but we always just come and table and just show support mostly. We love chatting with all the other vendors um, and just showing off some of our new product uh, and letting people try things on. The sunglasses. Everybody loves a good um, shield for riding, so it's fun. People will crack their helmet and be like, oh my gosh, I need to look at a new one, figure out what style I want, what size I am. So, yeah, just hanging out and mostly just doing the doing the vibe. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. it's all try-on stuff, no selling, right? Correct, yeah. All try-on. It's just... I think Most that's of our nice. events, we just kind of table and show the product. I like that because, so for me, working in a retail shop, um, you know, people come and try stuff on, but it's like, you know, they have a pro deal or something like that. Right. So like, oh, cool, I'm just going to try this on and leave and go buy it somewhere else. Right, no so pressure. it's nice that here, it's like, no, we're actually here for you to try it on, get your size right, buy your style, and yeah, then exactly. yeah, go to your local retailer or online or whatever your deal is. Exactly. Um, and like, there's just no pressure for you either yeah so. and it makes it set up and all that like Sophia worked so hard to get the booth up and like got the sandbags and just all the things that you need to be because sometimes it's windy it's yeah. raining um we're going to Northwest Tune-Up Festival next weekend up in Bellingham so Fun. that's going to be huge there's all sorts of music I think that's going to be crazy oh, so this is awesome. a good like warm-up to, to get that. into the season yeah, exactly. of shows or yep. events rather yep, exactly. where will that one be in Bellingham um I believe it's I think it's downtown and then it's at the pump track too okay, which I can't remember the name of that venue um, but I know part of it's downtown right there on the water nice so it should be it should be a blast and the writing's up at um uh, what's it called? Galbraith? Galby. Thank yeah. you. I was going to say Doofy. Oh, yeah, that's all I know. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything up anymore Galbraith, around here. So. I can't say it anymore because I never even, like, I started biking when I was in Tahoe. So I never really, like, biked the north 
Midwest right. you know, a couple times. But, so that's also, that helped me with my category choice of like, like, oh, I'm from the Northwest, you know, I should be used to this or that. And I'm like, but I didn't bike here, so I'm not used to these biking conditions, yeah. really. I just have an ego. If it's all your trails, say that I'm getting places. Yeah. Yeah. If it's new trails, it can be so intimidating just riding by yourself. Yeah. And so, let alone, like, having a group of people. But I'm sure you saw, like, the people here are so supportive yep. of each other. All the women. It's oh. fun. I mean, the pro riders are a little bit more intense. Yeah. Should sure. um, be expected. But I think at the end of the day, it's all about having fun, and you see some of these signs that are just hilarious. I saw a girl wearing a slug on her helmet yeah. earlier. The slug girl. I think I said There's a dragon. Slug, yeah, or something dumb. Yeah. <laughs> something dumb. Do. Yeah, exactly. And there's people all along the trail. It was super cool. I mean, since I did the light category, it was a short trail. Um, so I know even throughout all the other ones, there's more people around. There was a gorilla. Guy as a gorilla. Oh, nice. I saw uh, a Sasquatch. Which, thank God, he was just standing there and didn't like pop out of it because I almost felt haunted house vibes. Yeah, right. like, oh, God, I'm gonna come around the corner and see something. It's a chainsaw guy. Yeah. Yeah. Terrified chainsaw. and eat shit off my bike. Did but... you do the trike race on the way? No. Okay. No, I think they said that. Uh, I don't know. Becca and Hillary and maybe Amber heard too that it was the experts okay. or pro categories that were gonna maybe do that. Okay. Um, that's fun. There was a aid station up there. I, because I was worried I wasn't going to hit any of them. Like, I want to see how all like, that what's is. Going on. There is a nice mixture of uh, tequila and Gatorade up there. It's really <laughs> delicious. Lots of treats. Um, oh, look, there's another dragon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I don't know if they're a whole crew themselves. But, yeah, everyone's super supportive here. Um, so it was really fun. Lots of bright colors. Yeah, I was just going to say Lots that. of wigs. Yeah, Got totally. Lots of fun sunglasses and shirts and shorts. And yeah, it's just... It's a vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the weather was freaking perfect. Oh, I know. Even right now, like, yes. the sun is so, coming out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say when you mentioned, like, having the sandbags and the setup and all that, because you never know what the weather's going to be like. Like, last night, so we camped here on site. There's a bunch of people camping, and, uh, it got real windy all of a sudden. Oh, like, just windy at night, though. Like, yeah. after dark, and I was like, oh, no. And then we saw some, like, possible lightning in the forecast this morning <laughs> from right 8 now. to 9, and then we felt a little drizzle, and the clouds, it's what, uh, 2 o'clock, and the clouds are just starting to break and really open up. The blue sky's coming. The sun is coming. So really great timing with weather-wise. Everyone, I think, got their climb in before yeah, it's <laughs> melting. Because I did a pre-ride Wednesday, and I was fucking dying. dying yeah. It was so hot. So. so you said you've done multiple years with the Sturdy Dirty. It has been at Tiger Mountain previously, and I was thinking about it. I was like, how would that work out logistically because it's limited space yeah it's a little bit more spread out definitely the parking lot is kind of like your main hub and then there's like the different staging areas are kind of i would say more spread out than here yeah course wise uh-huh. um i think this spot is great because it has so much grass for camping yes. yeah um and it's definitely more to me it's more of like that kind of festival feel yep. where you have like the amphitheater and the kind of slope down into the grass and yeah, this, I'm glad they came back to this location. Yeah, it's I'm really cool. I'm super stoked cool. out Raging, Raging River again. You said Smith has been the uh, title sponsor for how long? Yeah, one of the title sponsored uh, sponsors. I would have to double check uh, a couple years running. Yeah, least. yeah. So we definitely like to support. We have a whole team of Northwest riders um, that we support. And uh, Smith is based in Portland, so 
a lot of crossover with our athletes and our designers and our product people. So, so yeah, cool. it's definitely a, a writer-informed um, company, which is really that fun. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I just I like talking it. to the talking to the people. Yeah, you're talking so to the people. Yeah. 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 product. Yeah, in real and they're stoked about it. Yeah, and that's super fun. I've been biased to Smith helmets for a long time for snowboarding and biking and whatnot. Um, and and the glasses. I have some on there now. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing my prescription glasses. That's awesome. Still getting used to that summer vibe, huh? I know, I know, seriously. Well, Same. it was so cloudy this morning, yeah. so I just was like driving here and getting, you know, making sure we have everything that we need. So, yeah, I rode my bike down here with my camp chair. That honestly wasn't super easy. Yeah. So I like ride up a hill and I'm like, oh, try to hold on. The positioning, so. I've biked with my paddleboard before. Oh I'm like, gosh. this is not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> That's heavy. Yeah, I'm good on that. We did that at Mount Hood one time. Hillary and I were fun. We brought all the things to Mount Hood. We actually there was a race, and so she got her bike was brand new. Oh, really? Um, she was supposed to return them, but. She had just gotten her bike. They didn't come with pedals. We packed it up the hood anyways and there's a bike race going on and we show up and we're talking I'm like where can I get some pedals he's like well, actually got some and we said we were doing the race <laughs> oh my gosh don't tell no, it's too late now. Yeah. So long. But yeah, it's yeah. It's in the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the cloud. It is in the cloud. One of you know, our, we've done a lot since then. Oh, yeah. One of our regional athletes just finished Tilly. She's 14. I don't know her last name. I should find out. But she is an absolute badass. Oh, man. Um, and our co-worker met her up in Bellingham with Hannah um, doing the huge jump line. Yeah, I'm sure she probably did really good in her class. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I've seen some young girls here that I'm like... Well, there was a nine-year-old and a twelve-year-old pedaling behind me oh, in mine, and awesome. I was just like, "That is so cool! You guys are starting." Like, I yeah. would have had this kind of thing guys here. when we were growing up. I know. Like, I'm like, I'm this so stoked for the next generation of riders and, and females, especially. Absolutely. Yeah, I was like, okay, like it's not even um, their first races. Maybe one, the twelve-year-old's first race. I can't remember. Like, oh, we do it all the time. Yeah, I'm like, it's my first race, and I just turned thirty-five. And like, you guys are doing this at nine and twelve. That's so awesome because. The, the biking scene, I feel like, has majorly changed since we were kids, and then especially for women, so it's super cool to see, like, all the young girls here, and um, and uh, there's a lot of the, you know, men supporting their, yep, their women and stuff, too, so that's awesome. Um, but, yes, oh, where'd Amber go? Oh, there she is. Oh, oh yeah, so she's got um, our bike fitter we're going to have a little chat with, see what, his, what he's doing around here. Bailey, thank you so much. Thank you, Taryn. Have a great rest of your trip. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Thank you, thank you. Get married. Yeah. 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 Hi, hello. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm Taryn. Blake. Blake, nice to meet you. You as well. Blake is a bike fitter out of? Uh, Snohomish. Awesome. I work in Linwood. Oh, nice. Cool. And so is this year, well, I live in Truckee, California. Do you? Yeah. Nice. And you yeah. made the drive up. I did. Yeah. yeah. I'm from Tacoma originally, so okay. I was coming up uh, for a lot of reasons. You know, this worked out to be a good time for the race. My birthday was a couple days ago. My whole family is up here. Thank you. So it was just like one big 
family visit, raised birthday trip. So yeah, glad I could pack it trip. all in. Yeah, yeah, packing it all in for sure. This is a good race to come up for. Yeah, Especially I've been wanting to do it for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what's so you're there? Yeah. What's the name? Experience, Experience Momentum. Cool. Yeah. So is it in? That's in Linwood. Is it multiple locations yeah, or what? We have one in Fremont, which is right down the street from the Evo flagship place. Okay. Uh, it's like in between there and uh, Fremont Brewery, basically. Okay. And then we have a new cl- clinic that opened in Mill Creek. Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah things are, sounds like things are expanding, going up. Yeah, yeah, three locations. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a cool place. So how long have you guys, as a company, been at the Sturdy Dirty? Is this your first, first year? year? Oh, cool. First year, yeah. First year here. Um, I I came with my wife. My wife did her first mountain bike race last year here, and I was nice. like, we have to do this. This is so fun. So um, I'm a big mountain biker, grew up racing, all that kind of stuff. So it's just cool to get our get a tent here and just be here and try to support. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I uh, rode by this morning. Because I was, like, picking up my pocket, doing things, getting ready, and I was like, oh, wait a second. And I saw the tables out, so I'm like, what are you, what are you guys up to? Because I had a bad crash about three weeks ago. Oh, what happened? I went, you know, over a rock that was not a rollover, um, so did not have the speed, so yeah, I just went, like, kind of straight down, landed on my shoulder neck, like compressed a rock a lot, broke my helmet a lot. Um, but no broken collarbone. No yeah. broken anything. It That's felt good. like I may have a rib out of place or it's just real sore, but yeah, they, they poked around on me there and definitely in those couple minutes felt real good and I was like, I wish I could be here for like an hour and do a lot more. Yeah. Um, so I love, I've been to a couple events where they've had like a massage therapists or um, sports medicine and trainers on site, but it's just, it adds so much value, I feel like, to the event. And then, of course, it's like, people realize they can come to you for for help. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a really easy way to say that we're, you know, working, um, but just get to do the thing, like, things we're passionate about. Yeah. That's really what our company's all about, it's just doing things we're passionate about. um, This is so fun, so, yeah, to, like, help out with what I went to school with and know so well is easy and get to talk to cool people. So. I, do you do a lot of events or is this like uh, we, kind of your first step we, into doing things like this? No, this is our first mountain bike event. Oh, okay. So, and I, uh, we've done triathlon events, we've done running events um, all through like Seattle, but okay. this is the first mountain bike and I, and I was like, this is us. This yeah. Is like what we, we need to do. That's so cool when you found what like you know the the molding the meshing of your passions together Um, and like just to introduce this stuff too also to another crowd it's like yeah i'm sure mountain bikers know that they can get this stuff done but to have it on site is different and i feel like it's just a better reach to people and people that you know one of your passions like you said mountain biking so getting it to that community um because you still need i feel like sometimes in these kind of sports people don't look at them as much of like athletes like yeah. like a like on a sports yeah. team you know yeah. um and it's like no we still need to treat our body like that like when you're racing oh, yeah. it's different but i feel like 
when you're out recreational or doing, you know, not taking racing serious or something, you're, you don't treat yourself like an athlete as much as you would if you're on, like, a sports team. It's like, no, we're all still athletes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bike riding, you're kind of in this box, right? Like yeah. Your mo- a lot of mobility is kind of poor, right, because your hips never fully go into extension most right. of the times. And- you know, you're kind of hunched for long periods of time on the climb. Well, hopefully not hunched. Yeah. Um, you know, you're in that riding position that is, you're kind of stabilizing your body. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I'd say, almost argue that mountain bikers need it more. Absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree. And so I think it's great you're here for people to realize that, like, oh, yeah, no, I do I do need some movement in my body. Because, I don't know, it's just what we do for fun, right? So sometimes you don't take it serious and you, like, don't realize, like, what you're putting your body through. Because, like, you're just, like, it's a, you know, you're a fun activity. Yeah, recreation. Right. But you're out of breath at the end for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sweating your ass off, too, on a day like today. Um, oh, I don't know. Today was perfect. Yeah. It was, yeah. I would right. just sweat all the time. So I was like, yeah. even on my climb when it was not uh, super hot out, I was pouring sweat. I fogged up my glasses for the first time. Just because they're new glasses. So I hadn't, hadn't worn them much yet. But I was like, whew, yeah, super glad it was not the original forecast. But, well, awesome. It's so great to have you come and chat. And yeah. We're so excited you're here, and we're going to be sending people your way for sure. Yeah. Experience mom- Momentum. Momentum, yeah. Love it. Pretty awesome. good name. Right? Yeah, totally. Name. Well, thank you so much for stopping yeah. by and nice having a chat with both. us. You yeah. as well. Okay, hopefully our volume's a little bit better here. So we are here with Casey, right? That's me. Casey is a, a racer, and she just did the sport category. So, Casey, how uh, how many Sturdy Dirties have you done? This is my second Sturdy Dirty this uh, year. How yeah. Many, how many races, like, in general? I pretty much just do this race. I've done, like, two other races, but I'm not, like, big on racing, but I'm big on this race. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here. absolutely. Because we've talked about that, we've heard that just of this race. I mean, this is my first race ever, and I wanted it to be the sturdy, dirty. And we keep getting that reaction from people is like, this is the race, so like the best race to be your first yeah. race. And so many people are like, this is just the only race that they really want to do. Yeah. So we were just talking before we recorded that. Um, prior years you did the expert category and then so this year is just the sport so why did you choose to do the sport instead of the expert today um well we did the expert a couple years ago because we've never been up here and we're like let's just go see all the trails like we can ride everything we're not necessarily expert level riders but we can ride any trail so we're like might as well just like ride all the trails we can while we're here and this year we decided not to because we don't want to climb as much. Yeah. yeah. So, so much easier. Yeah. yeah. So what was the uh, what was the sport course this year? Do what you was remember the, the trails? No. Uh, the sport course you climb what to the top of what? You climb up to the tower. Okay. Yeah. Full yeah. full CC ditch. Yeah. And then you go and then you go to pop and tops and flow state. Okay. Is the finish. 
Which yeah. is so fun. It's so fun. Because I had this idea when I went and pre-rode Wednesday that I was going to be like, well, this will be the deciding factor of whether I do sport or beginner. And then I did the beginner and was like, I'm going to do the light. Yeah. <laughs> like, the D light. Yeah, because I was like, well, yeah, the sport's just adding a bit to CCDH, but um, I've just been riding much more like flowy trails yeah. this year. And I was just, yeah, not, not equipped for for that. But I was really excited and happy with this one that I want to do more sturdy dirties for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, even if I only do the light, ever, because I'm not trying to win. So, like, Casey, in Bend, Oregon, what else do you do in addition to mountain biking? Like, what sports do I do? Well, how do I spend do my life? life? Yeah. I take my dogs on a lot of walks. Yeah. Uh, my husband cooks me really good dinners. Attaboy. Love him. Yes. And uh, I'm a strength and conditioning and a mountain biking coach. So I host women's mountain biking and yoga retreats all over oh Central God. Oregon. Strength training for women. So I just get to hang out with a lot of cool women. Basically all the time. Yeah, it's awesome. That's, That's super cool because I think Amber just found you or how yeah. did you decide to go up to Casey? They, she would, they, she and her friend were at the Smith booth and I was like, hey, did you guys race? Hey, do you want to be on the podcast? And she said yes. Okay, yeah. perfect. Well, I love that because yeah. I'm wondering like how much she knew before, which I figured I had no idea. I figured that was no a idea. I'm a personal trainer oh, um, and yeah. I have a lot of like, you know, focus on women clients yeah. and stuff too. I don't have specific programs like just for biking or snowboarding or anything, yeah. but um, I'm just, yes, like the energy that yeah. is there. Like that's vibe. exactly what we're into is the, the strength, conditioning, fitness, and just like women's events and things like that. I mean, our podcast is, we just had um, one of the guys from Experience Momentum right. over there. Yeah, he's a oh, bike fitter. Yeah. First man that's ever spoken on our podcast. <laughs> But yeah, just women centered and all that. So that's really cool that is happened to be that that's what you do. So you're from Bend, Oregon. Yeah. Cool. yeah do, you, do you ski and in the winter what do you do? I'm finding my winter sport. I think it's going to be cross country type stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's my that's where I'm going to be just like out there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of walking, snow walking. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I got into some cross-country skiing this year, too. Um, I've never skied a snowboarder, so the skiing part's hard, but uh, I loved the cross-country. Just a good way to get the dogs out, and yeah, we're out in a place that has a lot of room to roam, so... Um, do, you have, do you have platforms? Like, yeah. where can where can the people find you? Yes. Yeah, yeah totally. Instagram's the best place to find me, KCM Westbrook. Okay. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Bend, Oregon. So you can find me out there. But, yeah, KCM Westbrook on Instagram. Awesome. Is, is, do you have any retreats happening this summer or events coming up? Yeah, we are going to be on the Mackenzie River in Central Oregon this October 5th and 8th. It is an absolutely magical, like super whimsical part of Oregon on the Mackenzie River. There's hot springs, like shuttling, skills, and some super amazing yoga. We bring our private chef in. Uh, it's so amazing. So just um, a few days for all of us to like fully disconnect and just see yeah. Mackenzie. Yeah. That 
is so cool. That is one of my goals um, is to get to a point of being able to host some retreats. Uh, I do paddleboard yoga. Um, so that's kind of the route that I would do things. And, you know, I'd love to, yeah, just do do some shit like that. So that's really cool that you're doing that. Do you have a website, too? I do. KCM Westbrook. Okay. Instagram. But Instagram's the best way. <laughs> yeah, yep, cool, cool. Because we will we'll link that stuff in the show notes, too, so people can find you. Because we've got, um, so I'm from Tahoe, so we've got a little audience in Tahoe, and then our Washington audience, and just like Northwest and stuff. So, yeah, we'll definitely put, put you in the, the show notes and all that. Um, well, yeah, if there's anything you want to leave us with. Oh, oh, wait, overall, how was your experience with the race? How did you feel today? It was so good. Only one crash. Yeah. Lots of fun. Had a pony. Had some you chicken had a wings. pony? A real pony? Two ponies out there. What? There are two small horses. Oh, yeah, so, man. Yeah. I didn't make it that high. That's why you get in sport and expert. You get to see the ponies. Oh, yeah. okay. That's okay. kind of the draw. Gotcha. Well, no sport next time. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us, Casey. All right, we're back again, live from the Sturdy Dirty, and we've got Brittany here. Brittany, how did your race go? It went well, you know, uh, good stuff. I feel like I could have done better, but still had a great time. What category did you race? Uh, in zero light, the 30 to 39 age group. Fuck yes. I ca- I've been calling it D-Light all day. <laughs> it's the best one. Yeah. It's so chill. You get up and then you just come down. Totally. Take your time. Get to hang out with the vibe. It's just immaculate. So, Brittany, what do you do? Uh, so, I actually am a director for a day camp here in Renton. Awesome. Um, and I go to school full-time for Sweet. Sweet. So, will you be going for your master's, bachelor's, bachelor's? Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And so, do you live in Renton? Yes. So, I live in Renton, and I get to come out here to do raging quite often. Sweet. Raging is amazing. It's a good time. And have you done the Sturdy Dirty before? No. Okay. Uh, I used to work for the main sponsor, and so I would come out and help oh. out. But this is my first time actually racing. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, and you. totally different experience, hey? It's a, it's a very different experience. Like, the nerves are very different. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then once it's all said and done, you're like, that was awesome, and I did it. And what's next? Yeah, so I think next year we'll be stepping it up and going for the beginner class. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, next is just continuing on and gonna gonna push myself a little bit more. Nice, good on you. Yeah, it's a great place to be like, okay, I went here and I did this. What else is there? Yeah, it's it's definitely a good start. Like the vibes here make you feel really empowered. It's all women. Yeah. So you feel like really good about racing, you feel like everyone's got the camaraderie, everyone's cheering the bond, stoked that you even did it. Like I tell people I did light and I kinda of feel like, oh maybe I should have done better. But people are like, oh my god, that's awesome. Like yes. so that you're doing it. Yeah, you're here, you're doing it, and it's amazing. Generally, what kind of riding do you do? I do typically do enduro, so this okay. is my style of riding. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to try out the bike park this season. I haven't done that yet, so. Like at Snoqualmie? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be doing that uh, in a couple weeks. Nice. Another. And when you do ride, what's your uh, favorite few pieces of gear that you absolutely have to have with you? Ooh, 
That is a very good question. Um, I... I mean, I really like the sunglasses that I have. I think yeah. they're pretty solid. <laughs> they are solid. Um, so that works. And I'd say, oh, good jersey. Yes. Breathable. Super breathable. It's got to be comfortable. Vacation style. Yeah. I mean, you got to have the vibes. It makes your ride so much better. Seriously. You feel like a party and you ride like a party. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today and have fun riding Tiger tomorrow. Are you riding Tiger tomorrow or was that somebody else? No, I can't do Tiger. Okay. Oh, I'm blasted. Awesome. Well, thanks, Brittany. Yeah, thank you. Okay, we're here with another guest. We've got Spike here and she is an ambassador for Cosmic Dirt and she's also a rider with a disability that often gets overlooked because it's not considered what like would you say not in the the normal adaptive categories you don't ride an adaptive bike like quote-unquote adaptive bike you ride a regular standing bike so you don't qualify for a lot of these adaptive categories and so we're gonna hear from her on what it's like kind of like being overlooked and not really what finding a place to fit in yeah, so this is my first time here at the Sturdy Dirty, and I have to say that I absolutely adore it. This place is amazing. The energy is amazing. But coming here, I have to compete against riders that are not disabled. And so for me, being on the climb, I'm always like, I'm super slow. I don't want to slow other people down. I tend to get really down on myself in the climb because it's really, really hard for me to do. And then just knowing that my own abilities, because half my body doesn't work correctly, means that I'm inevitably going to be slower, no matter what my skill level is, than the other people that I'm riding against. And so I always kind of feel like I'm at a disadvantage and would love to actually race some people that are of my own skill level or own kind of disability level. But... A lot of places don't have an adaptive category, so I just come and compete and race because I love it. It's fun. I love the community. I love meeting new people and being out here and just finding new friends that I can go ride with or come and see at races. So there's so many benefits to being out here, and I just wish that there were more adaptive categories so riders like me can come and find a place and find a home and realize that they're worthy of inclusion in something like this and that they have a place and that mountain biking is for them because it took me so long to get to mountain biking even living in Bellingham because I never felt included and I never saw anybody that looked like myself biking and I even had people that were like no biking is not for you I went into so many bike shops and people just wouldn't look at me. They wouldn't help me. They were like, why Why are you here? And I went into the transition shop to look at the repeater. And transition was actually the first shop that actually treated me like I belong there. And that and Arrow Project, which is the Adaptive Inclusive Recreation of Whatcom County, got me my start last year in mountain biking. Transition helped me go to their women's weekend and get some real instruction from Angie Weston and Radical Rippers, or Radical Roots, I mean, and 
we've just skyrocketed upward and so transition supporting inclusion of writers like myself is amazing and we're here we're staying and we're gonna come shred with you guys so you better be ready for us so ready okay so um I, I was wondering, what is your, tell us what your disability is, like, share with us, was it something you were born with, was it after accident, so I did a little bit of work with high fives in the past, um, and so yeah, the, a lot of those athletes have spinal injuries, and they're riding the adaptive bikes, or e-bikes, or, you know, they're all different levels, but um, a lot of those athletes are getting those grants through them because it's something that happened through sport. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about what your disability is and how long, you know, you've dealt with it and things like that. All right, so I have multiple disabilities, actually. I'm autistic. I am chronically ill after having a brain tumor that caused Cushing's disease, which is an overproduction of the hormone of cortisol. Totally wrecked my body, and I have no adrenal glands now, so I don't make any stress hormones. And I'm still out here shredding it. And then I also have an undiagnosed neurological disorder that has basically shut down the right half of my body. It still works, but I have what's called foot drop. And so I have to wear a brace so that I don't trip over my foot. And then I have numbness, tingling, and just uh, strength loss on the right side. So. Sometimes it's hard to balance and whatnot and use that right side just like everybody else would if I'm shifting, you know, kind of over onto that side. But I'm at a point where I still can ride a typical bike right now. And so I am. Eventually I'll probably transition to a three-wheeled, you know, probably bowhead-ish type bike. But I'm hoping that's still a few more years down the road. And so being with my disabilities and having an undiagnosed neurological disability, there's no grant help uh, out there for me. So I, and it's the same with several of my other friends that want to ride and they actually do need an adaptive bike, but they've got things like fibromyalgia, which is not covered under a lot of grants. And a lot of grants really just cover spinal cord and amputation and a very like cerebral palsy and a very small number of disabilities, like um, Challenge Athletes Foundation and stuff. So there's a lot of us that just can't get grant funding. And if you're disabled, funds are always tight. So getting into the sport can be really difficult. And then getting instruction is really difficult because people either don't know how to instruct a rider with a disability or you can't afford the instruction without assistance so that makes it also really hard to get into the sport and you may be using old and outdated equipment when i started i was using someone's 20 year old klein palomino i love that bike i still have it and i went into one of the shops in bellingham and one of the maintenance techs looked at me and went that's not a bike that's a bike-like object and as someone who was just getting into the sport and really had no funds that was a big blow to me mentally to basically be like well i guess i shouldn't be here i'm riding a 20 year old bike that still is functional still gets me around the mountain but i feel like what what you're 
talking about is like there's these norms there's these things that are within the community of mountain biking that it's like oh if you don't have this you don't fit in but it's like you work with what you got across the board whether it's like your old ass chamois from fourth grade or like or your brother's bike from 20 your mountain bike from 20 years ago you work with what you got yeah well i I was gonna mention that too like this sport and a lot of sports we participate in too like skiing and snowboarding are not yeah they're not that inclusive when you consider um classes and incomes and things like that like let alone if you're talking about um, just just access overall so access overall is very limited because it is you don't think of biking as expensive because a lot of us you know we're, we think of biking like when you're a child you learn how to ride a bike right and you have this little bike from wherever but when you get into more technical riding like mountain biking is and how much it's grown, the access is very limited to the good equipment. And then, yeah, when you come, if you want to race or things like that, or you want instruction and people are like, yeah, I won't teach you if you have that bike. Like you need a minimum of this and that for me to teach you. And if you can't, you have to rent it. And it's like, well, I can barely afford to, to be out here right now. And it just yeah. is something I don't feel like we grew up with of thinking that like riding a bike was like that not everyone had access to that. You're like, everyone should have access to riding a fucking bike. But mountain biking and especially in racing or anything like that is like, it's tough to break into. I mean, I didn't get my first full suspension bike until I was 30. Yeah. So, and and that was with a finance plan. So, <laughs> like, if that's the only way I could do it, and that's still, you know, way out of other people's reach. So, having a disability and people look at you of like, oh, you can't do this or can't do that. Like, that's just a whole nother level. And so, talk to us about how. What is there that we could do for people in your shoes to? To create, yeah, yep, to make more room and add like categories in, or what is it that like you guys? What is it that you need from the community? So I think the biggest thing that we need from the community is people to recognize that we're here, and then to be open to thinking about how we can change things, even small things within the community. And when we're building trails, let's build trails that are accessible to everybody that include e-bikes, that include bowheads, that include just whatever bikes people need to be on so that people can just go out and ride because everybody should have the right to outdoors and recreating in the outdoors. We also need to start changing the attitude that having expensive equipment doesn't make you a great rider and it doesn't make you a great person and the bike and the bike that you're riding, you know, like it gets you down the hill and let's start trying to figure out how to get these bikes into the hands of the people that need it. Because a lot of people with disabilities, this is a great form of exercise. I have watched my ability, my walking ability, and my strength has become so much better over the last year from biking. I've watched a lot of the kids that I coach with the Arrow Project. We have something called Riding for Focus, which focuses on the neurodivergent kids in our community, a lot of autistic kids. We have a kid with Down syndrome in there, and just watching them grow through the program 
has really shown me that biking is for everyone and yeah we may have to do these little tweaks to get someone onto a bike and get them out there but it's something that could be accessible to everybody especially in Bellingham with so many gravel trails everywhere with Galbraith you know we just need to get the equipment into the hands of people and get them out riding get them proper instruction with people that want to teach them that want to deal with someone with a disability I know it can be hard you have to sometimes change how you do things you have to be open to feedback and criticism and you know if I say I'm sitting here at the sturdy dirty and the closest porta potty is way up the hill and I have a physical disability that makes it hard for me to walk that could be a long distance for me to go to the bathroom especially after racing if there's someone here like I have a friend who uses a chair if they wanted to come and watch me race and then use the facilities there's nothing accessible for them here there's no accessible toilet even the portable toilets are not, you know, we don't have a bigger accessible stall. So really thinking about that, and just because you haven't seen us here, doesn't mean we don't want to be here. Yes. It generally means your event was not accessible to us. That's that's why we're not here. It's not that we don't want to be here shredding it with all you guys. So think about accessibility from everything from your marketing materials and you know think about even the posters that you're putting out and think about people that are blind low vision are you using contrast in those materials can someone who uses a screen reader read your materials you know and thinking about even just the basics of a website and is that accessible are you are you adding the verbal dis- or the written descriptions to your photos, the alt text to your photos, so that someone who's blind or visually impaired can understand what's going on with what you're doing? Because tandem bikes exist. Guides exist. Blind and visually impaired people could be out here riding, but it's just that we've made it inaccessible for them to be out here. So... And I think, too, getting involved in any programs in your area that work with disabled people so that you start to understand our needs and our wants and our desires and realizing that we're people, too. And a lot of people will say, like, oh, we have special needs. No, we don't have special needs. Our needs are just like everybody else's needs. We have needs. You know, we we want friends. We want to be loved. We want to be out here, be a part of the community. We have ideas, we have ways of making this better. Let us come and help you make this sport better. But you have to want us to be here. And you have to make us feel like we're wanted here. And yeah. That was so beautiful. You gave me goosebumps. So do you have, just because, so we have an audience in, like, based in Washington and in Tahoe and then, you know, whoever else, hopefully other places, but do you have, like, a national organization or someplace that people could look to or how they would find a local, um, you know, like, who to work with in their local community that has that does these things that puts them in touch or how they can get involved in their community like who would they look up what would they type into google (laughs) so if you want to find local programs in your area 
the first and probably best place to start with is your local parks and recreation department because if they're not doing the adaptive programming they most likely know who is in your town same with the YMCA just about every town has a YMCA if they're not doing the adaptive programming they probably know who is you can look to your local ski hills like here in Washington we've got Snoqualmie we've got Stevens we've got Crystal we've got Whistler that are all have thriving programs Mount Baker you know get your game on like I want to see you guys go um, you can also contact Lighthouse for the Blind, National Association for the Deaf, if those are populations you're interested in working with, Challenge Athletes Foundation, High Five. I know Colorado has a giant adaptive sports center there. You can also contact local rehab hospitals in your area if you have one. So like outside Denver, there's Craig, Re Craig Rehab Hospital, and a lot of those places will know where the programs are. I know here in Washington, like Harborview has a rehab hospital, so a lot of times they'll know programs that you can go to. So there's a lot of resources out there, and if you're just interested in adaptive recreation, just type in adaptive recreation in Google and your location, and a lot of times something will pop up, but a lot of times something won't pop up, and that's because there's nothing in your area, and if there's nothing in your area, let's get stuff rolling because we all deserve access to play we deserve access to recreation and the more we play together the more we realize we are so much more common than we are different and just because i experience the world as a disabled person in a different way and i move through it in a different way does not mean that i'm less valuable to the community and that I need to be somewhere else or that I don't deserve access to the outside or to recreation or to whatever it is, just means we have to figure out how to get that to me in a different way. Exactly, and include all peoples. Everybody. All bodies. All bodies, everybody deserves to be out here playing together. And I really think that this is how we start to really bring everybody and value everybody in our community into a state where they're all contributing because everybody has something to yeah. contribute. Yeah. Yes, everyone. Awesome. That is amazing and so just we're all humans as Amber always says. We're all, humans. we're all humans just trying to be fucking human yeah. and it's really hard to be a human. And so hard. A lot of us do experience the world in a much different way that isn't talked about and we can't understand and we can't understand because of the like segregation in there. We're not you don't have access to it. So I don't know what your hardships are because we're not in the same realm, but we should be in the same realm. Yep. There should be access for everybody. I'll shout out Achieve Tahoe just because I know that's a local um, community to where, or resource to where I'm at. And I don't know how much they do with biking, uh, but I know a lot in the winter with uh, Palisades. Uh, so... There are resources, like you said, if you look something up, if you type that in and nothing's popping up like around you, then you know that's a good sign to take some initiative there and reach out to Spike, I would say for yeah. sure. And she might be able to help you um, get something started in your community. So tell the people where to find you or where to find the organizations that you work with and whatever you're affiliated with, just like really anything you want to shout out now, tell us where to find you. Yeah, probably the best way to find me is through the Arrow Project, and that's A-I-W-A-I-R 
OW, which is Adaptive Inclusive Recreation of Whatcom County. And we're a fairly new program that started in the last year. It was started by April Katz. And we really are focusing on recreation for people with disabilities. And we do things from rock climbing and swimming and kayaking, hiking, Biking has been our main focus, but we're just really all about inclusion and a lot of our programs that are not solely disability focused are community-based programs that invite everybody out to participate, whether you have a disability, you don't have a disability. We just want to start building that community between people that are disabled and non-disabled and just get everybody recreating together. So, you know, reach out to the Arrow Project, especially if you're interested in doing something in your own community. Maybe we can help you try to figure out how how to get started. And I'm also a grad student at Western right now, and then I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And I just gotta say, thank you so much for approaching us. You're like, you came to us, you're like, hey, I see you're doing a podcast, and I have some things I need to talk about. And I just gotta say, so many times you gave me goosebumps with all the things you had to say. So keep up the good work, sister, and be present in your community because you matter. Everybody matters, and everybody deserves to move. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on here. I love this. This was great. Let's let's do it again. Yes, yes, yes. We would love to continue like these conversations. Like these mini talks are awesome, um, but we definitely want to talk more with you, especially where we can have more sound control of what's happening. So we're hoping we're getting the message out to people now and a little introduction. But we definitely want to reach out and have a longer conversation for sure. We'll zoom so, you. Thank you so much, Spike. And and um, just cheers, cheers, yeah, cheers. Yeah, what what did you do today? What race category did you do? I did the Enduro Light, and that was my first Enduro ever, and it was awesome. I'm stoked, and I'm ready to do this again. Not the climb. Let's not do the climb again, but let's do the downhill. Yes. All right. <laughs> crush it, Thank you, Spike. We hope to talk to you again uh, very soon. So we will link some of your handles and how to find you and stuff, too, in the show notes, and we will reach out for more for sure. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle like the post, share the post, comment on the post, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.